Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. How's everyone doing? Happy Thursday. We are fully in the holidays, whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays, whether you're in them right now or they're upcoming for you. We're here, it's such an exciting time of year, and I am personally very happy right now. That brings me right into what's new with me. Today, I am headed to my family vacation. I'm so excited. I plan to relax, rejuvenate, just fully chill. Hopefully, you guys have some time to do the exact same because we all need some time off. We all need to recharge. I would say that's the main thing that's new with me this upcoming vacation. More than anything, I am just so incredibly excited to see my family. Other than that, some other new things with me. I went home this past weekend, like I shared with you guys last week. It was so fun, a quick trip, but it was really great to be able to spend some holiday time with my boyfriend's family and then to also be home for a second. It looks like a winter wonderland right now. It is gorgeous in Minnesota, so I'm glad that I got to experience it while it looks like a storybook. That's really all that's new with me. I feel festive. I feel happy. I feel ready to go on vacation. Of course, I will recap it for you all when I'm back. But for now, let's get on to the rest of this episode. Talk through some things that are hot, some things that are good, and some things that are on a need-to-know basis. Let's get right into it. First up, what's hot? One story this week. The big story from this weekend... Argentina won the World Cup. I don't know if you guys tuned in, but that was such a fantastic game. They won in penalty kicks, which they announced during the game that this was only the third time in history that a team has won the World Cup in penalty kicks. It was so intense. Both teams played so incredibly well. And of course, Messi plays for Argentina, one of the greatest players of all time. So for a lot of people, even if you weren't rooting for Argentina, you may have been rooting for Messi. In which case, you'd be happy because they were victorious. So although that is the biggest story, the fact that they won, when I was looking up tangential stories, I stumbled upon one that I thought would be very interesting to share. According to Yahoo.com, Drake loses $1 million after placing bet on Argentina to beat France in World Cup. The Canadian rapper's $1 million bet on Argentina in the final FIFA match failed on Sunday, after the game saw an even score of 3-3 and a final score of 4-2. While Argentina eventually topped France in a shootout, the quote, rich flex artist bet in a market where extra time isn't counted, and the result is determined based on the score after 90 minutes of play, according to Vulture. In a now-deleted Instagram post, Drake showed users that he made the bet on stakes, and he would have earned $2.75 million if he had won. I just thought that was such a fun fact to know. The fact that Drake bet a million dollars on this game, and that the conclusion of it was that Argentina was going to win, but there were stipulations as to how they had to win. They had to win within those 90 minutes, and like I just said, this game went into penalty kicks. There was a point in this game where it could have been very likely that Argentina was going to win within those 90 minutes, but then France picked it back up, and it was a true match. A ton of money to bet, a ton of money to lose, but I'm guessing this isn't that big of a loss for Drake. 
he's very, very rich. But I don't know, guys, a million dollars is still a million dollars. Even if you're incredibly rich, it doesn't feel like a million dollars should seem like a small amount. You can do a lot with that kind of money. Sorry, Drake. Congratulations, Argentina. Amazing job, Messi. And France, you put on a heck of a show. One of the most entertaining games to have watched this year. What a finale. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. I have a movie to recommend. It is a holiday movie and it is a newer holiday movie. And it is called Something from Tiffany's. Here's your summary. Something from Tiffany's follows a woman as her life gets upended when an engagement ring that was for someone else leads her to the person she's meant to be with. Obviously, a romantic holiday movie. It stars Zoe Deutsch and Kendrick Sampson. And also, fun fact, Shay Mitchell is in this movie. I love her. I thought this movie was very cute. I liked the Tiffany's element of it. Like I told you guys in my gift guide episode, there is something about Tiffany's during the holidays that just feels so idyllic, aspirational, beautiful. I love that. So when I saw that this movie was coming out and that was the title of the movie, I was already on board. It's definitely one to check out if you're a sucker for the holiday romantic movies. I will say though, I do have a gripe with some of these movies. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but lately I've been seeing a theme over and over again, specifically with holiday movies, that two people are only able to fall in love if they in some way are kind of cheating on the person that they're originally with. Maybe it's not physically cheating, but it feels like there's always some element of emotional cheating, or sometimes it is straight cheating on somebody else and then we're supposed to be okay with it because they fall madly in love in the end. And I'm not trying to judge these fictional characters. All that I'm saying is that I'm confused why the prevailing theme is always that. It's rarely ever two people that are just available and then they find each other in a very romantic way. There's always other people involved. And for this movie too, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but also it's a holiday movie. I feel like as soon as it starts, you know how it's going to end. But I will say, I did feel bad for the quote, sideline characters. Specifically one of them. I won't say anything more about that in case you are going to watch this. But I just had to put that out there because I feel like we need more movies that don't require the characters to just completely uplift their lives, change everything that they know for this person that we are meant to believe they just fall in love with by spending two days with them. Not trying to be a cynic around the holiday, guys. I just feel like these movies have become very one note. Even though that's my overarching opinion, like I said, I did enjoy this movie. I enjoyed it overall. It was cute. It was festive. We're just here to critique every once in a while, you know? If you want to see it for yourself, again, it's called Something from Tiffany's, and you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Alright guys, another piece of content. This one is a TV show that's actually already on season 3, and that's the season that I just finished, which also happens to be the final season of the show. The show is called Dead to Me. 
I'm pretty sure I've recommended it before, but I wanted to re-recommend it now that the final season is out. So if you want to watch the series from start to finish, if you've never seen this before, now's the time because it's done. I will read you the overall summary of the show. Jen's husband recently died in a hit and run, and the sardonic widow is determined to solve the crime. Optimistic, free spirit Judy has recently suffered a tragic loss of her own. The ladies meet up at a support group, and despite their polar opposite personalities, become unlikely friends. As the women bond over bottles of wine and a shared affinity for the facts of life, Judy tries to shield Jen from a shocking secret that could destroy her life as she knows it. The dark comedy, which explores the weirdly funny sides of grief, loss, and forgiveness, features a cast that includes TV veterans Christina Applegate and Ed Asner. Also in this show as primary characters, Linda Cardinelli and James Marsden. Like I said, the show is so good, Christina Applegate and Linda Cardinelli do such a fantastic job, and I really enjoyed season 3. I thought that it was far more emotional than season 1 and 2, but that felt really fitting. It's the end of an era. I highly recommend this show. It's one that I almost wish I hadn't watched in real time because I feel like it would be the perfect series to binge and only three seasons. Incredibly doable. Again, the show is called Dead to Me and you can watch it on Netflix. Alright guys, next up for what's good, I have a pair of boots to recommend to you. And not just any kind of boots, some incredibly special beautiful, over-the-knee suede boots by Jeffrey Campbell. They're so adorable. They're so comfortable. They have a platform heel. They feel chic. They feel new. They feel different. They feel unique. And they're incredibly warm because they have a fuzzy inside. I cannot wait to wear these literally all the time. I've already worn them a bunch, but I'm going to wear them more. So far, I've paired them with a mini dress or a skirt, and it looks adorable. Also, if you want to dress this kind of boot down a little bit, wear it with an oversized sweatshirt. Also, a very cool look. These exact ones I got from Nordstrom Rack, which you guys know, you've heard me talk about Nordstrom Rack over and over and over again. Such a big proponent. I always find such great, unique pieces for a fraction of the price. Like I said, they're Jeffrey Campbell boots. That's not a cheap pair of boots, but they were beyond affordable because I bought them at Nordstrom Rack. I think they were like 65% off or something like that. Incredible. And even if you aren't able to find these exact ones, the idea of this boot during this time of year is the thing to keep top of mind. Over the knee, big, comfy, and stylish boots. That's the name of the game. If you don't have anything like that yet, here's your PSA. Go out, find some, properly prepare yourself for the many cold months ahead of us. Next up for what's good, I followed the hype. I finally bought a Skims lounge set. I bought it from Nordstrom and the one that I got, they're actually sold separately. But it's the boyfriend long sleeve t-shirt and the boyfriend boxer. And I got them both in the color light heather gray. Guys, the hype around these lounge sets, it's real. I am here to report that this set 
is so incredibly comfortable. The fabric is so soft. I never want to take it off. This is only the second thing that I've bought from Skims. I have one other thing. It's a bodysuit. I'm pretty sure I recommended it to you guys when I bought it. I love that bodysuit. And honestly, I've been wary to try anything else because I felt like I was going to love it and then I'd want more of it. I'm trying to protect my bank account. I thought that was the responsible thing to do. But I went to Nordstrom. I saw these two. I felt them. They had them in my size. It felt meant to be. I'm now so happy that I have it. And honestly, I want it in more colors. I'm going to hold back for now. But if you guys have been thinking about buying loungewear from them or this specific loungewear, I very much recommend it. I think it's so comfy, so cute. Again, I bought both at Nordstrom, but you can also buy them on skims.com. And last up for what's good, your song, Thelma and Louise by Bastille. Check it out on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good on Spotify. And now to round out this episode, let's get right in to Need to Know Basis. When I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about, there was a lot that was on my mind. Like I talked to you guys about last week, I have been incredibly busy leading up to this vacation that I am now taking today. But one thing that was really a prevailing thought for me was that I feel like I am realizing more and more how hard it is for me to take a break. And I'm sure that a lot of you guys can relate to that in different capacities depending on the things that you're doing in your life. But for me, the thing that's hardest to take a break from is this podcast. And it's weird because it's the only thing that's really completely in my control. For instance, work, my day-to-day job, it's either I have a break or I don't have a break. I have to work or I don't have to work. But when you're doing something that you have complete autonomy over, you set your schedule, you determine your workload, you determine your productivity, you determine if things go out, you determine if they don't. That kind of responsibility makes me feel like I almost cannot take a break because I'm the only one that's doing it. Even though I don't have to do it, I'm also the only one that can tell myself to do it. And I told you guys when we reached episode 100 that I was going to give myself a bit more grace in this, that I was going to mentally tell myself, Emma, from this point forward, if you want to take a break, you can take a break from posting. If you don't feel like you can upload an episode this week, or you feel like it's going to be too much, or you just need a mental break from it all, don't upload. But I'm finding that to be way more challenging than I thought that was going to be for me. And I'm not trying to say this to be like, oh, Emma, you're so productive. You're so consistent. That's actually one of the complicated parts about it because the consistency of it is actually something that I'm very proud of. But in this case, I'm not talking about it in a positive sense, even though there are elements of it that are very positive. But with that, I feel like it's also almost becoming an uncontrollable habit. I love it too much, you guys. It's like I'm scared to stop. It feels like a double-edged sword. I do think there are more benefits and drawbacks of it. 
But this is one that recently I have been realizing is something that does feel like I'm actively making the decision not to stop, even though I know that's not sustainable. And then I'm just prolonging that eventual stop time. It's very confusing. For instance, I really, really tried to tell myself, okay, Emma, you're going to be on vacation next week. You don't have to put out another episode. While you're on vacation, just do not upload. But then I was like, but I want to do a New Year's episode and I want to do a reflection of 2022. So then I thought to myself, okay, well then maybe just do that for this week's episode. But in my mind, that didn't make sense because that didn't feel close enough to the end of 2022. Bottom line is you guys are getting another episode next week. I've already pre-recorded it, but it is going to be coming out. But my point in all of that is that next week feels like the perfect time for me in theory to have taken a break and I didn't take a break. I don't know if you guys can relate to this and if you can, if you have tips for it, but if you do, please share them with me because it's definitely something that I'm trying to figure out and trying to manage better for myself because it's unrealistic to think that I'm never going to need to take a break. And then now I feel like I am pushing that break further and further back so that when I eventually do take a break, it's going to feel like this big monumental thing and that's exactly what I don't want it to feel like. I don't know guys, I'm working through this one. I think in my mind, I feel that if there is one ounce of possibility that I can do it, I should at least try to do it. And then if I've already started to try to do it, like I've already recorded the episode, well then I may as well take the time to edit the episode. I may as well take the time to do the picture. I may as well take the time to edit the picture. And then by that point, why wouldn't I upload it? But I also don't want to get to the point of feeling like because I haven't taken a break ever, I can literally never take a break. Again, that's not at all feasible for anybody. And we shouldn't have that mindset. I shouldn't have that mindset. So I'm trying to get out of that mindset. And to be honest, I think the risk of losing momentum, losing consistency, probably has to do with me not wanting to stop. Once you've created that habit, the fear of reverting is definitely top of mind. Because there are good things to this habit too. But if you need to hear this, it's something that I need to hear, so I'm recording it, so I can remind myself over and over again... It's okay to take a break. It's good to take a break. It's healthy to take a break. It's normal to take a break. It's needed to take a break. Again, for this particular podcast, that's not going to be the case next week. We are not taking a break yet, but we're a work in progress. Every single one of us, we don't have it all figured out yet. The theme of this podcast continues week over week. We're just trying to figure it out together. So like I said, I'm going to go on this vacation and even though I'm posting for you guys, aside from that, I'm truly just going to try to not do anything else, not think about the upcoming weeks, not think about anything except what is right in front of me, possibly a good book, some good food, my family, free time. I encourage you all to do the same. I know it can be hard, quite literally speaking from firsthand experience here but we can do it. We can try. As we always say on this podcast, one step at a time.
Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Let's all take a break. Slow down. Full stop. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 